Hello and welcome to Everything to Guppy, the podcast where we talk about every single item, every single enemy, every single everything in the Binding of Isaac. I'm William Hughes, and I'm joined, as always, by a, by a big splody boy, Gary Butterfield. I'm a splody boy. Down in the bayou. This bayou boy has exploded. Uh, apologies in advance if the bayou is gone now. Yeah, the, the we may not have this. the bayou anymore. Uh, not taken over by fascists. Yeah, drain the bayou. Drain the bayou because it just got flooded because, you know, just what it is. Yeah, just because uh, there weren't enough things going on. Yeah, I needed it. Uh, Greers are safe. I'm glad the Greers are safe. I was very worried about them. I spent a lot of time uh, this weekend texting back and forth. They had to like batten down their hatches and shit. Giving them t- giving them tips. Oh yeah, I know a lot about hurricanes, dude. Yeah, Gary. If there's one thing I think about you, it's that you're survival focused. Yeah, I'm a survival expert. I have uh, in an Amazon cart that I've never checked out uh, the contents of a bug out bag. But I haven't felt like spending the four hundred dollars or whatever to, to buy all the stuff. <laughs> so if I had to bug out, I'll just do <laughs> one hour delivery. I'm a prepper, kinda. <laughs> I like to prepare to prepare. <laughs> I love any survival strategy that relies on one hour delivery. Yeah. I just haven't spent felt like spending the money. It was when, the, when, when society has collapsed, almost. Almost, yeah. I'm, I'm playing chicken with society. Uh, Gary, that is the most succinct description of 2020 I've heard so far. <laughs> yeah. Have you ever, you ever do that thing? Like, you know, so my mood varies very much throughout the day, you know? And I, I wake up and it's the, the physical time. Like, I feel like shit physically. Sure. Uh, Waking up is the worst thing it's the worst. Since, fall, since falling asleep. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's. I love falling asleep. That's not where I'm going with this. I get, um, I get, I, I have trouble falling asleep. I have trouble falling asleep too, but I still, I like it. Uh, it certainly then, feels better than waking up. Yeah, yeah. It's it's, and then I get oh, this man, middle Gary, period. Yeah, Gary, what if we could sleep forever? That'd be cool. That'd be so good. Be good. Perchance to uh, dream. Uh, I don't think I don't know a dream. A deep dreamless. Okay. Yeah. So you want death to be an endless dreamless sleep? Yes. Yeah. All right. I don't know. Um, I'd like to fuck an angel. So I would like to fuck an angel too. I take back my answer. Thank you, Gary. Uh, can you, that's the thing I love about you, Gary, is when you get like, when you, when you're presented with a powerful new idea, you just, you say yes. Oh no, I think about it, but I was just like, yeah, I would like to, because I bet you'd feel really good. Probably better Better than the normal sex that I have. Like, I think it would be like special. And just a little bit less good than masturbation. Yeah, which is the ultimate. Um, in the mid-afternoon I, is my the body of my day. Is when I do shit like this. The evening, <laughs> Gary though, Butterfield's profound thoughts. The evening, though, I'm getting somewhere with this fucker. Are you? Uh, Are yes, you? <laughs> I promise. You, I get there a lot quicker if you stop talking about how many angels you want to dick. One. Um, uh, the, I want to uh, be angel monogamous. <laughs> the, uh, you got to find one of those multi-lobed eyeball angels and choose an eye. Um. Choose an eye. Have, in the evening, Gary, though. Gary, have you talked about the, the beholder? Have you, have you ever, Gary, you've talked a lot about beholders. Have you ever talked about fucking a beholder? No. Okay. Actually, I think, yes, I'm sure we have twice. Almost uh, fucked. Uh, we did beholder. A failure of the brand, if not. <laughs> okay. Evening, though, that's when I start getting, like, profoundly depressed. Sure. And I do things like put together a bug out bag. Because <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I'm going to fucking die. It's like a panicky time. I get over that. I go to sleep. 
And I usually try to wait on big purchases during that time. Cause if I make big purchases during the evening, I end up with like six life straws and shit. Yeah. Gary, is it going to be fun if I ask you what's in the virtual bug out bag? I don't think it'll be fun. I'm not, I'm not hiding it, but it's just, I know. It's, I know. it's more just, will it be, will it be amusing? No. Okay. It's like knife rations, fireside <laughs> material, uh, knife. A, 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 cr- a crank radio, flashlight. you know, you just look, Gary, you just, I'm just imagining you at like 7 PM looking around the apartment, yeah. getting, starting to feel down. It's like, I don't have a knife. Well, I don't have a, a, I don't have a knife with a sheath. <laughs> I don't. How many knives do you have? I, I, I also don't have a knife. Gary, the difference isn't the number of knives. It's the <laughs> attitude toward them. You don't think you need a sheath if you're going to go out in the woods in a bug out bag situation? I'm not going to bring like a steak knife, dude. Oh, <laughs> I like, I'm right. Why are you laughing? <laughs> I'm right. Why are you laughing? The everything to Guppy story. Yeah. <laughs> people are going to back me up, man. This episode's going to hit and people in the soccer are going to be like, yeah, of course. Got to have a sheath. Got to have a sheath because you're taking a knife out into your bug out bag. You know? So mm-hmm. duckfeed.tv slash preppers. Prepper plumpers. The new show that we have. Of like. Yeah. Two chonky boys who want to see how long before they get eaten. Yeah, that's going to be running on the same file as Orb. Yeah. You just have to decrypt the episodes to get it. Yeah. There'll be a low white noise under every episode. That's that's plumper preppers. I mean, low white noise is also a pretty good description of the Duck Feed Network. Yeah. Yeah. Or high white noise. Extremely white noise. Yeah. Um, Explosivo. This is good. Eh, I I don't like it. I don't like it. I get impatient about it. It's really powerful. Yeah, uh, it's what 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 I don't like is the the we'll get to the caveat in a second. Let's talk about the item. Uh, okay, it looks cool. It's like a big, yep. explodey black tear. Yep. Uh, uh, when uh, when you fight when it triggers, uh, it sticks instead of doing damage to the enemy. Uh, it sticks to them. Yep. And then uh, after and, a few seconds, it gets big. And does the bomb's worth of damage. Yeah, which is a ton of damage. In terms of, like, pure DPS, if you have an enemy who's not doing anything, this is great. Yeah. The problem is that they they fall off of any enemy that does, like, any kind of elaborate movement. Uh, Any teleporting. If it leaves the screen and comes back, it falls off. And there are a lot of enemies in this game that teleport. Well, specifically the ones you want to do this to, usually. Like Hush and Delirium. Yeah. You know. Uh, or just anybody who, like, goes underground. Yeah. Which is another, like, whole category of bosses. That's the boss uh, next Boss Sunday. Yes. Or, no, this Boss Sunday. Yeah, this week. Yeah. It just, ready it, for it. I just don't like having my tears do nothing. I don't think they don't do damage. They don't. They don't. They, they do not do damage when they hit. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. It doesn't turn into all your tears. It just yeah, has no, a chance. It, yeah. I wasn't telling you that. I was telling the audience. I, Gary. There's no audience. There's no audience. Um, we're just doing They're all, they're all busy way. Googling knife sheaths. Yeah, because they all want extra sheaths because they don't want to go out into the woods without a sheath. Yeah, you got to have at least two because what happens if the first one breaks? Yeah, and you can put a compass in one. Um, <laughs> but Gary, I, I, how long would it... Gary, can you use a compass now? A compass? If someone gave you a compass, could you like comfortably use it? Yeah. All right. Yeah, I have I have a, I have a pretty internalized map of Portland. I could figure out where to get somewhere. Like if you just put me somewhere in Portland, I could navigate home, even okay. if I had not been there. 
I mean, those street signs are going to be a big help. Even without the signs. What? Gary? Yeah. Don't even need them. Use the compass. Yeah. Um, And it's special compass sheath. The thing that I like about this is when I get this with something that really ups your tear rate, like with soy milk. And then you're just putting a billion bombs on everything and you just have to wait a couple seconds and everything dies. Yeah, that's really Uh, good. That's really fun. Um, but yeah, like I understand your, your, your complaint. Thank you, Gary. Gary, you know what I'm going to do in a survival situation? Die. Yep. Yeah. You got it in one, buddy. I'm going to, but I'm going to be able to harvest you if I have a knife with a proper sheath. Gary, you can harvest me with anything. I'm Gary. I'm so tender. Flesh is going to fall right off the bone. Thinking about that. No, I think I still have to harvest you because I want to use all the parts. That's Gary. You honor me. You make the you make the mistake of thinking I just want to eat you when in fact I want to make a skin tent. So, Law and Order criminal skin tent. <laughs> you mean to tell me this man made a tent out of human skin? <laughs> yeah, that's that's us for you, Gary. I didn't want to say it, but yeah. but I was paralyzed by the thought. <laughs> um, if you like this show. Get your bug out bag, get it ready. And then make it slightly less ready by spending at least a couple of those dollars on us instead. Yeah, we will need entertainment in the apocalypse. <laughs> Find somebody who can provide it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah like, and we gave you that advice, so pony up, fuckers. Yeah, like there's a finder's fee to tell you to listen to a different podcast. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of Mabim Bam. You could store a bunch of Mabim Bam on a, like on a USB stick. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you can also uh, leave us a rating review. Oh uh, yeah. Like this one from Brandon G. Uh, five star review left in podcast addict. Also Gary, my phone is now at 5% battery. So we might run out of, we might not have reviews in the back half of this one. That's okay. Uh, they'll, they'll, uh, they'll keep. It's true. Uh, two guys take turns trying to make me sad. Usually they both win. Thanks boys. <laughs> Tough, but fair. A lot of, a lot of shows in the network that applies to. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. You know, maybe not days of future cast. Jeremy tries to keep it pretty light. Jeremy seems, you know, Jeremy seems like a happy person. I think he's the most well-adjusted person on the network by far. Yeah. It's why I distrust him slightly. Yeah. Like, I'm just trying to think like maybe some of the people on the level who I don't know as well. Yeah. But Jeremy, as far as people I podcast with. Sure. Absolutely. I mean, the only other, well. the only other people you podcast with are me and Cole. So I mean, historically, I'm counting sure. Nick and Brayton in there as well. Okay. Uh, take that, pretty, boys. pretty stable. You'd think so. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's Night Vale, baby. That's Night Vale, baby. <laughs> <laughs>